Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mental Golf Show. I'm your host, Josh Nichols, and we are back. It has been a minute. I I think the last time I left off, I said, I will see you tomorrow or something. And I guess by tomorrow, I meant like two weeks. But um, yeah, it kind of hit holiday season a little bit. Um, and I, I, I got really busy with some things and whatever, boring, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. I just didn't have time to dedicate to this. Uh, but here we are. We are back. It is January 1st, 2021. It is a new year. So I think what is the most synonymous thing with new years are, is, is, or are new goals. Every, everyone starts out a new year with a new thought of something they want to accomplish this year. I know I do. Um, it's, it's, uh, a point of contention in a lot of people's lives. It's a point of, uh, fresh beginnings in a lot of people's lives. I know I have a lot of negative connotation with trying to start something new and hoping that I get it accomplished this year. Maybe this is the time I can see it to the end. I can see it to fruition, whatever. I just know how many times that I I have tried, I've set out with that mentality and failed over and over and over again. So it, it comes with its negative connotation Um, but today we are not here to talk about our failures of the past. We, we can learn from them, but we're going to move on because now it is 2021. It is January 1st and it's time to say, how can we reach our golf goals in 2021? So it's the, the thing is, this isn't going to be about what goals you should set or even more generally, what kinds of goals are good and what kinds of goals are bad. That that doesn't necessarily matter to me. What you want to accomplish is extremely personal. It's in custom to you. Uh, it it there's no there's no good or bad goals in my mind. So whether your goals are ambitious or mild, whether they're exorbitant or really tame, uh, whether they are like basically unachievable and you know it, or they're way too easy. It, whatever goal you set is great. It, it doesn't matter. Um, maybe you like, maybe one of these relates to you. Maybe you want to lower your scoring average. Maybe you want to finally beat that person that's in your regular group that you play with all the time. Maybe you want to be on the traveling squad of your D1 college golf team. I, I know players that are actively trying to accomplish that in 2021. Maybe you want to make it onto the Corn Ferry Tour. I also work with a player that is actively trying to do that. This fall is Q School that he's going to attempt to to get onto the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, or or maybe you just want to play 10 rounds this year instead of five. That's kind of more of my realm of I just want to play more than I have in the past. Yeah, I think I set the the mentality of I, I want to play double the amount that I have in 2020. And I, I mean, just me saying that kind of makes me want to roll my eyes of, oh boy, here we go. You're, you're setting yourself up for failure. Um, just you're speaking that into existence and 
that is where goals go to die is when you say them out loud. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about what the goal is or what kinds of goals are good or bad. Uh, Those don't matter. But what we are here to talk about is that every goal and the process of reaching that goal should follow this principle that it it applies to the achievement of any kind of goal, whether it's huge or tiny. And the principle goes like this. Step one, you set your goal. Step two, you create a plan to reach your goal. Step three, you forget about your goal. And step four, you work your plan. So I'll say that again. Step one, set your goal. Step two, create a plan to reach your goal. Step three, forget about your goal. And step four, you work your plan. So if you've been following me or uh, my podcast or any kind of writing I've done or me on Twitter at Josh Luke Nichols, you've probably heard me talk about this. You've probably heard me say this four-step process. This this thinking was told to me by my dad. Uh, I don't remember the context for why he told me this or how he even learned it for himself, but I'm sure it was in relation to me trying to reach one of my many golf goals when I was younger. So why is this principle important and how can it help you reach your goal? Uh, Specifically, why would I tell you to forget about your goal in order to reach your goal? Won't you get lost on the way to the finish line if you forget where the finish line even is? So let's start from step one and work through this goal-reaching principle step by step. So step one, you set your goal. I think this one is kind of obvious. This is what everyone does. It's January 1st. Everyone has their goals. If, uh, if you're listening to this uh, after January 1st, you've probably already set some kind of goal for this year, even if it's not like written down or tweeted out into the world or posted on your Instagram. It, you've probably thought of something that you want to accomplish this year. Like, well, it'd be kind of nice in 2021 to reach this financial goal or reach this um, golf goal of a scoring average or something. You've probably set something in your mind or on paper or on social media. So this step is pretty easy. Uh, and like I said earlier, whatever goal you choose, it's it, look at it like this way. It's like a snowflake. It's completely unique to you and it's perfect in its own way. So set that goal, make it ambitious, make it super easy to achieve, doesn't matter, but you have to set a goal. That's step one. Okay, that one's out of the way. We Most of us can do that. That's pretty easy. And now going into step two, we think that's, that is really the, the extent of it. We set that goal and then we kind of, all right, let's see if it happens. But step two takes it further. You create a plan to reach that goal. Most people don't even make it this far. In general life and in, in, in life as a whole, people might set a goal to, let's say, work out more or eat better food or for golf, play more golf or shoot in the 70s for the first time. But that's really as far as most people get. They don't do the most important thing in goal reaching, which is actually creating a plan to reach that destination. But 
you're here with me, luckily. You've got a mental coach on your side talking you through this. So let's create a plan. So how specifically do you plan on reaching your chosen goal? What are the individual steps that it would take to reach that unique goal? If your goal, let's say, is to shoot in the 70s for the first time, what is holding you back and keeping you in the 80s? This is where it can explode open a whole new world of things to work on. It could be driving distance, driving accuracy, ball striking, short game, club choice around the greens, lag putting, club fitting, fitness, and then a bunch of mental game things, how you handle adversity, how you handle good stretches, how you handle slow play, how you handle uncontrollables, or how you handle being on pace to break 80 with three holes to go, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, on and on and on. It, it, the list could go on forever. So what stands between you and your goal could literally be hundreds of things. But that's why people, most people don't do this step because they don't really know what a plan to actually reaching their goal would look like because they don't do this tough legwork of seeing what they are deficient at. But this, this is a completely necessary process. If your goal was to work out more, what would a plan of action look like? You first would have to see what stands between you and actually working out more. Maybe you let certain things keep you on the couch. Maybe you don't know what your workout would actually be, so you never even start it. Maybe you don't know what parts of you are weak and that need building, that need strength, so you never actually create a plan uh, to for your workout. So you you might show up and try some things and you get really sore and I, just, I can't do this. So, so setting a goal without an actual plan is a surefire way to, to not take it very far. But you must identify these roadblocks because your plan will be tailored to overcome this roadblock. So for golf, this is gonna require some statistics. Everyone's favorite thing, taking stats, getting, getting into some numbers. You need to take some detailed stats to see where your strengths and deficiencies are. You can't work on things if you don't know what to work on. Your time will be spent aimlessly flailing at golf balls until you're tired. We all know this process. We go to the range, we try hitting 10 8 irons, 10 uh, 4 irons, 7 3 woods, and 40 drivers, and we're just exhausted. And we feel like we've worked hard, but we don't really know what we accomplished because we didn't have a plan. So let's, you got to reel all that back and say, what am I deficient at and what am I good at? And that will inform my practice. So Let's go through a list of some detailed stats to get you started. Okay, when you're playing, take these stats. Did you hit the fairway? We'll start from the tee and we'll work towards the green. Did you hit the fairway? That's a great start. But let's go a little further with fairways. If you missed the fairway, what side of the fairway did you miss it on? That's stat number two. Stat number three, if you missed the fairway, was the lie good? Was it bad? Was there no shot at the green or was there, was it a OB slash lost ball slash penalty? So now that we're past driving, let's move to approach. Stat number four, how far was your approach shot? 
whether it was fairway or rough or trees. Uh, and if you didn't have a shot at the green, then that wasn't your approach shot. The third shot would be your approach shot. But how far was your approach shot? Did you hit or miss the green on your approach shot? If you missed the green, we're going into a short game. So stat one, two, three, four, five, six. Stat number six. If you missed the green, was your short game shot from the sand or the grass? Stat number seven. I need, to, I need to number these. I just did dashes. Okay, stat number seven. Did you hit or miss the green on your short game shot? Stat number eight. We're moving into putting. How long was your first putt, whether that was after your approach shot or your short game shot? Stat number nine. How many putts did you take from there? And stat number 10, of course, your score for the hole. So yes, this is a lot of detail. That's 10 stats. Usually people do like fairways, greens, and putts like real simple, and that's better than zero. But really this level of detail will give you the opportunity to build a specific plan of, okay, since I can see from on average 125 to 150 uh, is my weakest point of approach shots. So instead of hitting 10 four irons, I can probably focus more on my 125 to 150 game. And maybe you're pretty good from 125 to from 150 to 175. So don't need as much work on that. So you can see how this detail can diagnose your deficiencies and you can build a plan to make your game better based on those deficiencies. So maybe you're starting to see why most people don't get this far. It's a lot of work and it's definitely not easy work and it's definitely not quick work but you'll see soon why this kind of detail will help you actually see your goal to fruition. So let's move on to, I like combining step three and four into one kind of one process. So step three is forget about your goal. And step four is working your plan. And these are probably the most counterintuitive steps in the process. The first two are pretty simple. I mean, they're at least intuitive. You got to set a goal and you got to create a plan to reach that goal, duh. But, you know, if people get that far, that's definitely where they stop. They, you certainly keep your goal in mind. Usually you're, you're still thinking I got to break 70 or I got to break 80. I got to break 80. I got to break 80. I got to beat that person. I got to beat that person. I got to work out more. Got to blah, 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 blah. They don't get this far. They don't get to step three and they certainly they, they don't get to this whole process of step three and four of forgetting about your goal and working your plan. So how could setting a finish line and then forgetting where the finish line is help you reach the finish line better or even at all? How do you work a plan if you don't know where you're going? This is best explained with an analogy. It, it, we're going to tell a little story. It's story time with Josh here. You've probably heard this one before too, if you followed me along, uh, followed along with me, but it can't hurt to hear it again. And I think I think this will make sense to you. It's it's made sense to a lot of the players that I work with. Uh, it kind of kind of jives with their mentality. Um, you kind of see it in practice. So, let's say there's a huge tree you want to chop down. You don't have a chainsaw, but you do have an axe. So. You go out one day, your mind is set on chopping the tree down. 
you're super motivated because you're fresh, you're just starting, it's January 1st, you're just getting going, you all the only thing that's ahead of you is your future. So you start thrashing away at the tree. You work so hard that after 45 minutes, you're exhausted. You're out of energy. But you think, wow, I worked really hard. Surely the tree will fall down now. So you push at the tree with all your might, but to no avail. The tree doesn't budge. So you try thrashing some more. You exhaust yourself and you try to push down the tree. Nothing. You're doubly discouraged because the tree didn't come down and you see how little you have to show for your exhausting work. You've barely chopped away any of the tree. So you go home dejected and you decide chopping down the tree isn't even worth it. You may pick it back up a week or two later once you're done being sore and the blisters on your hands go away, but the same thing happens that day. The tree doesn't come down, so why even try? And you can see this is how you get burnt out. This is how you... You lose your motivation to keep going. So now let's imagine an alternate scenario. Still the same huge tree and still only an axe to use. But this time, you show up, you take one good look at the tree, and you say, okay, this is exactly where I'm going to chop at it. And this is exactly how long I will chop today, and then I'll stop for the day. So you chop at the tree with precision, And you take breaks throughout the day when you're tired, until you've hit your time for the day. You go home satisfied with your work, even though the tree didn't come down. And you show up the next day with your plan of attack still in effect, and you go at it with quality. You do this every day for weeks and weeks. In fact, you get so involved in the process of chopping with precision and quality that you even forgot about the tree as a whole. You're too focused on your job for the day. And then one day you're chopping away at it and it comes down. You've done it. You've chopped down the tree. You didn't even realize that today was going to be the day that it comes down. And you have an ultimate amount of satisfaction because you did what you can control every single day and you let the results take care of themselves. So maybe through this analogy, you can see how focusing too much on the end goal can negatively affect your ability to reach that goal. You're so focused on the tree and making it come down on that day that it burns you out. It makes you lose your motivation. So in summary of all of this, let's boil this down. Your process is this. You set your goal. Whatever it is, you have to have a goal. You figure out what stands between you and your goal. You create your plan based on those obstacles. Now, and possibly the most important parts, you forget about your goal and you work your plan. You put on your blinders and you get so involved with the daily process of working your plan that you forget about your goal entirely. And as a cherry on top of all of this, find more satisfaction in the pursuit than the actual accomplishment. As my mentor Robert Linville says, find joy in the journey. That's all for today. I I hope this helps you. I hope you can learn a way to actually see your goal to fruition this year. And even if not, you're going to get better because you're going to dive deep into the process of accomplishing the goal, the, the process over the results. 
And you're going to find joy and satisfaction in that journey because you're going to show up with a plan every day that you created custom to yourself. And you're going to work that plan with, with an extreme amount of quality every single day. And if this helped you, share it with someone, someone else that you've seen get burnt out with their goals, someone else that you've seen that has, has super big ambitions, but maybe not a whole lot of direction and a whole, not a whole lot of uh, planning going into accomplishing their goals. I think this can help them. So share it with them. And if you want, you can follow me on Twitter. My username is Josh Luke Nichols. Instagram, I'm at Josh Luke Nichols. Facebook, I'm Josh Nichols Golf. Um, yeah, leave if you if you loved this episode and this was helpful to you specifically, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, that makes it more likely to be discovered by other people, and that's that's huge. So as we go forward in 2021, I hope to. Uh, be doing a lot of these podcasts uh, and because I'm going to be working with my players a lot and I'm going to be learning a lot from working with those players and I want to pass that on to you so that you can learn um, and if you ever need anything from me you can email me joshlukenichols at gmail.com okay that's all for today and I hope to catch you guys tomorrow and if not that's okay we're going to keep going at this all right let's have a good 2021 we'll see you